the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk I've seen a lot of people, you know, saying... This is exactly what Dave Chappelle was talking about. It's like, you know, he says something, a racist trope, or he says something just blatantly racist about D. Morris Smith and his appearance and and an old trope about black people. And it's not enough to get him to, you know, step down or take a leave of absence or resign or whatever. But once um, it started piling on, had to do with women and LGBTQ community, um, that was when it was like the final straw that broke the the, the back. Jared, I think you've taken it too far because D. Morris Smith, did have big Michelin side lips, just like mine. That's how eating the chicken right now. Eating my lips. They look just like Michelin size because I'm sick of wearing pants. Yeah, because I remember about 10 years ago, John Green said Pedro had Firestone tire lips. <laughs> because he had the hot sauce and they would look like they was on fire. And he's like, man, this smells like that Firestone tire lips. Oh, you stupid. And I heard he didn't get shut down. The only Firestone, he had to apologize to Firestone, not Pedro. Oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, anyways, Jesus, you got your stevia and your and your flavor mixer and your and your yeah. <laughs> I tried it. We'll we'll call on you in a minute when we get ready to do our first round of taste testing. Yeah. Did it taste good though? The recommended dosage, yes, it tasted good with the recommended dosage. Anything anything more, I think it would have been too much. I think they know that. When I first opened it, I had to look for if this was like a, a dropper for like to scent candles because that's the way this shit smelled like. It does smell like the it's candle section at Ross. No ingredients on it. Yeah, it looked like a dropper to 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 make candles with. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? It doesn't have no uh, ingredient list. It has a doesn't have oh, a list of ingredients. Oh, on the, yeah, the very bottom, really small writing. It says ingredients: purified water, vanilla extract, it must be really oils, t- natural aromatics, organic stevia leaf extract, and natural flavors. So uh, I think it's good. Jared, do they do pumpkin pumpkin essential oils? We got dude, pal. Today's show is sponsored by Sweet Leaf Pumpkin Spice Sweet Drops, a stevia flavored, a flavored stevia sweetener. I think you can make candles with this stuff because it's really it smells really. Is it just me? Don't you smell the pumpkin spice in it? Yeah, it smells really good. (laughs) Tell you, it smells like cure. Is it a potential cure to COVID? No, not a potential cure to COVID. <laughs> what if you mix it with like ivermectin? Would that work? I don't know. Ask your president. Ask your former president that, pal. My president. That's your former president. Oh he, him and Ted Cruz stand with you and Kyrie. <laughs> ivermectin. That's the Joe. That's the Joe Rogan stuff, man. Right? Yeah, that's that's what they put. That's what they also use to cut see, cocaine. See, Jared, make Jared it can't differentiate between me, Kyrie, and Trump. You know, it's just we're all the same. Apparently. You guys are all saying the same thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Kyrie ain't said nothing. He be coming with that word sound. Oh, we, we, we yeah. They don't be having nothing. He don't be talking about nothing. It's like if hollow like, words were a man. thing. I'm here to I'm here to represent Kyrie. So you know, whenever y'all want to get it on, we're gonna get to Kyrie in a little bit. Kyrie. All right. Well, Kyrie let, can't even represent Kyrie. We'll we'll get to Kyrie. We'll also. Get I'm, I'm about to do run. the biggest flip flop in high um high school, uh, high school history. podcast history. Oh, 
Powell's about to go from from hating on Kyrie to loving him. He's like, exactly. I stand, I stand with Kyrie. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you dig up what I was talking about, Kyrie, it's like six months ago. <laughs> Couldn't say a nice thing about him, and then all of a sudden he was. Like, I've been I've been killing him for six years. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get back to killing him shortly. Um. Uh, well, are y'all ready to start the show? I guess we should probably start the show. Oh, we have to start. I got my matcha's getting ready, so I can put this shit in. I got to drink this shit hot. According you ready? Suits. How much? How how long for your matcha ready? Aaron? a couple minutes. Uh, two minutes. Soon as I hit start. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's. let's I'm go gonna start, start off the, the intro, then I'm gonna go and start making it. All right. So, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score Five and Podcast. Um, it is the, the first, first day of the autumn wind where Derek Carr must be the ultimate leader of his team. And we'll see if he chokes it away as usual, or if he does anything special, fuck that fool though. Tom and Raider fans out there. Shout out to my ship. Number two in my heart. Um, you can catch us at high score five on the Instagram, the YouTube and the Twitter. Well, not the Twitter. Cause we got banned, but look up hipster Horcrux on the Twitter and check us out on our Patreon at patreon.com backslash high score five. Aside from that, we are here with, uh, this is AG3, you know, coming at you straight out of uh, the new Slump Village, Oakland, California. Uh, slump Village for a lot of reasons. Long week. Just happy to happy to have to not uh, confront anybody outside and have no <laughs> fires and nothing else happening outside my house other than somebody playing music on a bicycle outside my door right now. You know, all my years of complaining about the new Slump Village, Oakland, and fools playing the bicycle out, this is actually... This is actually, I'll take that over everything else that's happened this week. I know you don't like it, but you need to stop shucking and jiving. We got a problem. <laughs> that's what Aaron, Aaron's neighborhood has been a hot mess this week, y'all. If y'all don't know, Aaron's, Aaron's a lady living on the, at the bottom of Aaron's <laughs> building on the, on the, on the corner, uh, set a bunch oh. of her belongings on fire uh, on Monday. <laughs> Uh, and ha- and part of the apartment building on fire. And part of the right by all the gas meters too. So, <laughs> and then uh, on a Thursday, Aaron was walking out and uh, came across uh, uh, an old dude and a young dude uh, working on his car, trying to make sure it was all up to date and fixed up before he went to work yeah, that morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's amazing. Oh, when you could work they on cars it? with power drills. What's wrong with y'all niggas? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go into more of that later. I'll go into more of that later. To, they're trying to get his yeah, converter. The, the, you know, they're trying to make sure it was welded on there correctly. So they're just testing. No, no, no. You wrong. Uh-huh. I thought it was a cousin that told him to come over and work on the car. I don't know what work he needed to do with a power saw. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> hey man, at least they didn't charge you labor. <laughs> And I was feeling real like Trump after running into those two people. Yeah, <laughs> I almost pulled out a Trump and said, "Man, Aaron Grayson don't even like black people." <laughs> you a black? You a black boy? And we are here with special guest today. Hey, I'm uh, Dirty Iron from the Just Being Earnest podcast. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, man. No, happy to have you, man. It's been it's been a long time coming. We we're trying to get you on the show for a quick minute. I'm glad to get you get you on here. You know, saying. Here, here's your soundbite for you finally making it onto our show and always being being a supporter. You know he got them shoes, and I tell you what, behind closed doors, I think he got them on his feet just dancing. <laughs> I think you know what song he's singing? What song? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is not a real song. That's what song he's singing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cuomo is such so literal and stupid. He's like, that is not a real song. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <You're> finding all this. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we are here with uh, this is Lido P Marinara, aka Lido P Cool Common Collective. You can follow me there because uh, your girl might. And I'm happy to be on the High Score 510 podcast as the co uh, founder of Black People Saving Baseball and excited to give you a nice report for later today. And um, yeah, excited to see uh, high. I want to, I can't wait for High Score 510 to uh, kind of get their own official space, you know, maybe overlooking the lake or, you know, um, just to get a, a high score 510 address, you know, where, where the podcast can get recorded live. Um, you know, like we see some of these other podcasts, that's what I, I see for the five-year plan for, for the podcast, Jared, what, what do you think? We make that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get us some, some funding and we'll be up there, you know what I'm saying? Get us some funding. We need some funding sponsorship. That's what we need. All right. Well, here's your soundbite though. Fuck you, Darius. I'm going to kill Bow. Fuck Bow. Oh, yeah. That's the classic. <laughs> the bedrock. And we're also here with yeah, Miami right now. Uh, is that a Cohiba? What, what is that? We got a, uh, what kind of cigar is that? I need smoke. It's not weed. It's just normal cigar. Normal cigar. All right. All right. And we so are I'm here coming with... out to Miami in a few months. Jared, tap me in with this guy. I I, I, I got a white beater and a Cuban, too. Okay. We're gonna, you're going <laughs> to talk to Jesus. Jesus. Oh, do you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Jesus here. Some could call me Jesus. That's cool. And uh, happy to be on the show again. Can I call you the real Jesus? The real, I'm fine with that. Real Jesus. I'm going to call you the white on white Jesus. That's good. I got white. Off white Jesus. Off white <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> white on off white Jesus. Hey, right. hey off white Jesus is a good is is a good nickname. Anyone anyone ever come across the dude Hotep Jesus? Oh man, Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nervous, overwhelmed, everything. <laughs> you feel it all right now. I feel it all. Ooh, butterfly <laughs> in my stomach and vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was Cardi B, right? Shout out to your girl Cardi B. Shout out to your girl Cardi B. And we are here with Hey, everybody's favorite captain. Hey. And I can't, and I can't uh, say technical difficulty because my shit is busted right now. Move the pumpkin spice out the way. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> this is my life. Pumpkin spice is my life. Now that Jared has taken over my Sundays, I have to bathe in pumpkin pumpkin spice. Why don't you click your heels together three times and go back to Africa? <laughs> and my name is Jared, aka DJR, with two T's for a double dose of that ting ting the D of silence. So it's just Jart. Looks like Malcolm X before it converted to Islam. <laughs> <laughs> He had one called Titty Residue. Hold on. Titty Residue? <laughs> well, what uh, is Titty Residue? Titty Residue is like, the, it's like the, the dander and powder that a woman's breasts leave inside they, they bras. Titty Residue. Ain't you Ooh. seen the Chappelle show? Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if I've investigated yeah. that yet. Yeah, oh, you, you got to. Uh, you have to. You got to find a girl with big nipples. It usually comes out. I got to find a girl with who? What kind of nipples? Big nipples, round areolas. Yeah, no, I have a <laughs> few brown. like that. Okay, then go inside, creep, creep into their uh, dresser drawer and pull out their bra. <laughs> you should find some residue. All right, all right. <laughs>
that's the pumpkin spice talking. That's not me. That's the stevia yeah. talking. No, 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 no. I'm, I, you know, you know, I'm a scientist with this shit. Just tell him you're looking for titty residue, though. Exactly. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, uh, how's everybody doing today? Everyone good? It's good. Right, chilling. We got a full house. It is, it is our, it is pumpkin spice season, y'all. And so we are doing a pumpkin spice tasting. It is also almost Halloween. So we're going to do a little Halloween, you know, chit chat about some Halloween shit. But we also going to get some sports today. We want to get into some sports. There's a lot going on in the sports world. So we're going to get into that. Um, but we're also going to be doing our taste testing. Today's show is sponsored by Sweet Leaf Pumpkin Spice Sweet Drops. Flavored Stevia Sweetener. Yes. Sponsorship. So if y'all get a chance, go on Amazon, go to your local organic store. <laughs> And get no, you some on. of this. Hold, hold on. No, no, no. Don't do that. Did you get a check from these people? <laughs> nope. They got a check from no, me. No, no, they didn't. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, if they're not paying us, do not support. I mean, this is a, your own personal use is fine, but don't don't go. Don't you yeah. can't. They gonna hear us advertise so well. They already got free advertising for you. Why are they gonna come to you and be like, oh, well, let's sponsor them? They didn't use them. No, no, no artificial ingredients. Pedro's the right. They the, stupid the enough. Person who, the person who made that stuff said you got tire lips. <laughs> 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 We're here. We got uh, Ernest from the Just Being Ernest podcast today, brother. Uh, Ernest, man, uh, tell us about your show and where people can find it, man. You know what I'm saying? The Just Being Ernest podcast. Uh, just Being Ernest, you can find it on uh, YouTube. Uh, me and my main man, Daniel Oda, just, you know, discussing uh, pop culture and whatever's on my mind. I feel like ranting on. Had you, had you fellas on the show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was uh, a good that was time. Actually, that, was actually, that was actually a pretty funny show. That was a good show. Um, that was a lot of fun. Because I, I had never, I've never done a show with you before, and I, I had never sat and listened to an entire show, right? Mm-hmm. So I left, I'll listen to as much as I can handle for my car ride or whatever. But then when having you guys in there, I got a kind of a dose of, of how, how actually funny that shit that could actually be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you ask me to do this, yeah, no problem. Let's do this. <laughs> That's what's up. Anytime. Uh, well, uh, just a couple other questions. So, so your show, you talk about pop culture, uh, news, whatever is kind of on your mind uh, with your boy, Daniel Oda. How long have you been doing the show for? Since 2015. Yeah, man. Uh, I, funny story. So the way we met, for those who don't know, you know, uh, as me, Adarius, and Aaron were trying to kind of figure out uh, this podcast game, we uh, made a stop to pick up some audio equipment. And, and, and Ernest was one of the people at... Uh, uh, can I still name at that the place? place? At the at place. The place I was gonna say he said last time not to say the name, Jerry. But I knew he was at, be over here for the at the place. Get. He was at the place where we were buying some audio equipment at, and you know he was he was a, a a very he was very helpful and actually like you know what I'm saying was asking us what we were trying to do and gave us little tidbits, told us about his show, and so it was uh, that's how that's how our our relationship started. This is uh, almost five years ago now, so um, yeah. that was a. Uh, that was a yeah. Cool I was thing. A, I was a year in. I was a year into doing the show. Yeah, oh, you was. Yeah, you gave yeah. us some great advice. I'll never, I'll never forget it. You told us to, you know, basically do what we were gonna do and just keep working on it. And you know, you told us like, hey man, figure out how what you want to do and just keep working on it. Don't worry about that idea. Changing the it. idea was so fucking good. Yeah. The yeah, idea man. was so good. You're like, oh, we're gonna smoke a weed. This shit's called high score. Yeah. But that, that the idea was great until we put it in practice, Ernest, and I couldn't even think straight. 
So I asked if I had some of that anti-gravity, man. It took me like two days. I, I, I didn't come down. I ate a Corova bar and spent the whole episode on my sound bites just talking through that. I ended episode. up eating chili with metal in it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. anti-gravity. There's, there's not enough. Yeah, there's not enough smoking on this podcast, by the way. You couldn't do it, pal. We run yeah. a thinking. I, I, I can't, I can't be a part of the podcast if y'all start smoking because I'm Christian. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just a religious exemption, Pedro. Yeah, he's delivered. Oh, okay. Yeah, you get that Andrew Wiggins delivered. exemption. Hey, Pedro, just to let you know, all the Rastafarians are Christian. But do they believe in Jesus? The Jesus we have yeah, on this show. Yes. They believe no, in all Jesus. Jesus. It's a no, Christian Jesus religion. Have on this show. Do they believe in the Jesus we have on this show right now like I do? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, believe, I believe in that Jesus. In fact, I had some of that anti-gravity with that Jesus not too long ago. So what we're doing is we're doing a taste testing because wow. it is pumpkin spice season. And as you know, here at the High School 510, Pedro, we love pump- pumpkin spice. And what else do we love? Beautiful white woman. Beautiful white woman. Yeah. Don't say we. Say say you. <laughs> we. Hey, I, me I, and Pedro love them. Hey, I have nothing but respect for my black woman. Hey, I only have black women. But I, I would imagine a white woman would be, taste delicious around this time of season. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, I don't love pumpkin spice for sure. Before we even get to any more of that conversation, well, I'm putting I'm putting pumpkin spice in the coffee now. All right. So what we're doing today is we're doing a special taste testing of our sweet leaf drops, pumpkin spice flavor drops. And what we're going to be doing is adding it to three different items. One is going to be an edible item, one's a drinkable item, and the third one is user's choice. So the first item we're doing is our beverages, okay? And we're going to um, basically put our drops in our beverage, taste it, and then give a uh, give an appraisal. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go around, you're going to tell me what is your uh, beverage of choice that you're having, and then how did the flavoring um, enhance or improve the flavor of your uh, item, okay? All right? Let's go ahead and ha- Let's go ahead and taste our beverage real quick. I can't taste. Wait. Oh my God. Oh, I'm sure. You, I mean, you got to be able to taste that. Oh, my 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 matcha is real strong. I got to go more than oh, six. Oh okay. wow. <laughs> no, you don't. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, I got total twelve oh drops God. in here now. <laughs> I couldn't taste no pumpkin. No lie. My, no. I made this matcha. I was worried, so I made it so oh strong. Ooh, he said, "Oh God, he don't like oh it at all." I made it God. so. I made it so strong. You. They would have made this match in Japan. They would have thought Tom Cruise really was the last samurai. <laughs> Wait a minute. My, for some reason, my drops taste like a white woman just called the cops on me. <laughs> see, I, oh. see, I knew it. I knew it. I said that before the show. Oh, so. my God. Mine tastes like... Mine tastes like... Uh, what is it? A finely aged titty residue. Okay, <laughs> a I bit of a white one. woman titty flan, residue. Flan, flan, flannel titty residue. That I flannel titty. Oh yeah, yeah, when they yeah when they wear they go brawlers with the flannel and they really just pick up them t- <laughs> titty juice. <laughs> All I taste is this crappy stevia, man. Stevia. <laughs> All right. Oh my uh, god, the aftertaste is horrible. It <laughs> feels like I slept with a white woman. And then she took my wallet or something, something crazy. It just that ain't a pumpkin spice. Pedro, that ain't a pumpkin spice white woman. That sound like you sleeping with the prostitute white woman. 
You know, it, it sounds like I slept with a white woman in Kentucky. That's that. That sounds like a white woman that know the, all the lyrics to the Wu Tang record. Nah, because if, if you slept, <laughs> and if you slept with the pumpkin spice white woman, Pedro, it, it would taste like you you just slept with the white woman and woke up and went to a yoga class with a sweater tied around your neck. Yeah, and you know you would, what I'm saying? You would end up with a PS5 in your trunk too, though. <laughs> now that's an odor. Oh no, no. That's what I was, that's what I was expecting after drinking drinking the stevia. But this is a little too strong. We got, I'm gonna I'm mix up the formula. This is oh my god. How many I, had, cups? I, I put in six. I put in six. What? You said to put in six. All right, let me tell you what I did. Did six drops on black tea. I think eight ounces of black tea mm -hmm. with six drops of this stuff. That was like 20 minutes ago. Now I'm doing uh, Johnny Walker Black. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. Ounces. I'm going to tell you this. Mine tastes like my credit score went up after drinking it. Okay. <laughs> my credit score went up, and I started showing up places on time. What did you What did you right. put yours in there? I started drinking. But I put mine I in know, a matcha tea. I know. Yeah, a matcha. I took mine and put it in my, uh, in my medium roast coffee and uh, turned it into a... Um, Passable pumpkin spice uh soda coffee. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like uh soda. It tastes like it's a got so carbonation. Nah, well, you know, you know how like the 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 diet soda's got that kind of weird aftertaste. Uh, uh, like that sweetener type that sweetener like aftertaste. Stuff. Yeah, so it's got that soda y aftertaste, but it's coffee. Um, and it's not a latte, so I do love beautiful pumpkin spice lattes with beautiful white women. But this is this is not a latte. This is just black coffee. It goes kind of hard. It's not too bad, but that aftertaste is kind of a bitch. So that's the stevia. Stevia got that horrible aftertaste, man. I just took one drop straight in my mouth, and I'm regretting it. Uh, you know, this is this is. I will say that beautiful white women have a wonderful aftertaste that is far better than stevia, <laughs> but. Uh, but it's it's okay. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? That's probably because he. That's probably because Jared. You know why he said that? That because Jared's the type of person to kiss prostitutes. Oh God, man. Question of the day. Question of the day. Uh, with Halloween uh, quickly approaching, um, we have a question of the day from Taco Pablo. What's better, Halloween as a kid or Halloween as an adult? Now, not the adult that we are now as like old, like we getting old and too old to go out, but Halloween as like from that like 18 to like, you know, late 20s phase or Halloween as a kid. What do you find better? Ernest, Ernest, Halloween better as a kid or as a young adult? Halloween, uh, definitely better as a kid. Mm. The, excite the excitement and the joy as a kid is unlike anything. And then I still did everything as a kid that I did as an adult. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did all that, right? <laughs> There's really no difference, you know? I mean, I, I think my, my my oldest kid is in the hallway right across from me, so I can't tell you exactly what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't give no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I, was on, but I was on everything, and I did everything. Uh, Aaron, Halloween yeah. as an adult or a kid, what was better? And your go-to horror Wait, movie. I thought, I thought the guests go first. Yeah, I thought the guests go first too, pal. I'm bouncing around. Pal, you over here talking about, uh, talking about, pal. Okay, pal, pal. Halloween as an adult or a kid, which one was better for you? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say definitely better as a kid. Just the, the, the kind of excitement of it, um, you know, hanging out with the friends, you know, walking around and, um, 
doing hood rat shit with my friends pretty much. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember being at Davis and dressing up as a Swisher Suite one year with you. You remember when I was a Swisher Suite? I think so. Hey, that was a clean outfit. But um, <laughs> but no, just I feel like Halloween as a, uh, I, I'm, I'm not a big kind of costume party type type of guy. Well, let's go to uh, Jesus. Jesus, Halloween as a kid or an adult? Which one was better? What, up to what age? What do you call a kid up to what age? Up to like uh, basically like your last year of high school. I would say okay. is where where, you, where the parties start to change. Maybe even in high school, but I'm just thinking like yeah, I was gonna say that same like middle school, Jerry. Nah, middle not really in middle school. Y'all motherfuckers wasn't able to get yourself around. Hey, I mean, cats at 13 are changing their genders already, so you know we gotta get at it. They doing it younger than that. <laughs> well, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, as a kid or adult, when you started doing adult things, so Jared only started doing adult things at 17, huh? Okay. No, no Jared started no, doing adult things at 27. The, the stipulation <laughs> of the question, <laughs> the stipulation of the question was 18 to 28 is adult things. But I'm just trying to give you like the leeway. So, anyways, okay. continue on. My my funnest age is I guess between 10 and 13. That's when I was doing hood rat shit, throwing eggs at my friends at houses. And I look back and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. But with that said, I think we're a bunch of sad motherfuckers because I've heard of some really good Halloween parties, even some Halloween sex parties that are fucking <laughs> off the hook that I haven't gone to, but I've heard about them. Allegedly. Change that shit. We're talking about Halloween, our best years when we were kids. This sounds pathetic. You know, there's some badass motherfucking Halloween parties out there that I've heard. That I think we need to go. <laughs> that you need to go, Jesus. Yeah, Allegedly. Off white Jesus. I ain't getting I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Man, there's a, it'll be some scary white women there, but you know, that's it comes with the territory. Hey, look, I keep my woman down there. I can't sleep with more than five women, okay? Enough of that swinger <laughs> stuff. Aaron, you wanna go, you wanna go with me to an adult Halloween party next year or this year? Well, I trust you, yeah, because you'll take me one in a good place. I asked Jared, and next thing I know, I'm on Castro Street getting tea back. Oh, <laughs> I think you'll take me to one I'll enjoy. It's got to have an element of dangerousness there for it to be fun. It is fucking Halloween. Hey, hey Seuss, what, what racial demographic of women are going to these sex Halloween parties? You got little people ditching. <laughs> I think it's mostly white women. I would say well, Okay, yeah, it seems like it's like a white Beautiful, woman. Beautiful, wide woman. Mm. Yeah, He's definitely a white woman. Most most girls, right. if you try to do something too freaky to them, they'll tell you to get a white girl to do it. Yeah, because beautiful white women have existential privilege. Uh, hey, <laughs> because you, you're yeah. not paying them enough. You, you pay and black I, woman I, extra $40, of, they'll do anything. And I've heard of Halloween sex parties where people are just having sex and the only thing they got on are masks and shit. Oh, some eyes wide shit type shit, right? Yeah, yeah, but Halloween version of that shit. Seriously. It's eyes wide shit, but mine's wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just kind of like ridiculing um you know in the in the early 20 years just feeling like the costumes were always hella dumb it was like I'm gonna be a sexy lottery ticket this year like you know it was always yeah, just yeah. like man is that what we've come to pal pal don't you dare speak poorly of white women scantily clad it is a beautiful thing especially when they get the little goose bumpy skin because they out with nothing on in the middle of the night mm. <laughs> Oh, Dude, I'll tell you, you get you get good grip on them hips. <laughs> you uh, white woman white women hip? get more easily. Hey, bro, you know you, you brush up against enough beautiful women wearing nothing 
on a on a Saturday or Friday night in the middle of October, end of October, bruh, you see they got goosebumps. They they got glitter on their skin trying to hide them goosebumps because they cold as fuck, but they're doing it all for us. Them nipples. Titty residue come out hard at that night too. Titty residue be hard that night. <laughs> all right, Pedro, Pedro, what about you? What is a, a Halloween as a kid or adult better? Okay, definitely as a kid, because back then my pancreas used to work. Uh, so I can't really enjoy none of the chocolate treats and candy corn and beautiful pumpkin, pumpkin spice uh, candy corns or those, those candy corns are shaped like pumpkins. I can't enjoy those anymore. Aaron, Aaron, Halloween as a kid or adult? Uh, okay, I'm going to say as a kid, even though the Jesus, what he said sounds very interesting and appealing. I'm going to say as a kid. <laughs> oh, he just changed all of us. Because that's never we happened to him. You gotta change that. That's never happened to me. So as a kid, because I don't forget it, we're also in that, I'm a little bit of an older generation, right? Hey, Susan, there wasn't all those Halloween parties when I was growing up, right? Like that 20-year-old age. Like, I remember, I think I had one at 20, and they weren't like they are now, right? Like hella scandalous and all that. I remember going to Castro Street one time, and I was dressed oh as God. a Limpton teabag. No lie. I had no idea the sexual connotation. That's how green I was. Yo, those were bad. They shut those down. Them I know. I went. I went in the early two thousands. Those were fun. So they shut a, those down. I'ma still go as a kid, Aaron. Huh? The what Castro street? street, Castro Street Halloween. It was like great. Everybody out there. It was Castro, a Castro yeah. parade in, in San Francisco. It used to be big. Like everybody would be out there, but they had to shut it down. But yeah, I'ma say as a kid, man, there was something thrilling about going to get candy and wondering if it got razor blades in it or anything. And they're having your parents go through and like, hey, man, this one ain't wrapped all the way. Yeah. And it'll always be the best thing that's not wrapped all the way. You're like, God damn it, they're throwing it away. So I'm going to say that. My favorite is Halloween as a adult. As I said earlier, when you have all them scantily clad, beautiful, wide women running around mm -hmm. with pixie dusk and fishnet on. When I, was, when I was like 20, they weren't scantily clad. Well, then you was going to the wrong parties, my friend. I was you already said you were going to the Castro. <laughs> yeah, he was going to Castro. Yeah, they still weren't, they weren't all that scantily clad. That, that started later on, like right when they started shutting it down. They yeah, we didn't, we, you know, Aaron, what happened is that we didn't, we didn't show up early enough to end up to the end of the Castro party where all the sex and heathen sh heathenistic shit was happening. They were shut it down before we got to the end. You know, I loved candy as a kid. Growing up, I loved candy. Candy was my thing. I was always like, you're in bags of candy. Got always that candy, making it last for months. But I found the ultimate candy once I became an adult, and that is the sweet nectars of beautiful white women. So Halloween became synonymous with that. Um, so yeah, as an adult, yeah, Halloween. It really depends on their diet. I don't know. I don't know. Halloween, man. Sweet nectar. That sweet nectar, man. Sure. What nectar are you talking about? Their vaginal fluids? <laughs> Their vaginal <laughs> fluids, because wow. depends what the woman's eating. That's gonna taste different. Hey, Sue, that's what I was trying to say. It said depends on her diet. Yeah. <laughs> Sue, you be literal with. <laughs> that's why Jerry like this. Uh, on a candy corn diet. Oh, I'll make sure the vaccine or not. I give him a pumpkin spice latte. Jerry <laughs> wants it to taste latte. like Pfizer and Moderna. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried that. Vaccine I wanted to taste yet. like Johnson and my Johnson. That's what I wanted to taste like. <laughs> Uh, Jared wanted to taste like any, uh, Johnson and Magic Johnson Jr. <laughs> uh, John Gruden of the Las Vegas Raiders, a local team to us, uh, formerly the, of the Oakland Raiders. John Gruden this week resigned after a firestorm uh, from 
past emails was coming down on him. Uh, emails that he sent when he was no, not working for the league, but was instead working for ESPN, a partner of the league. Uh, Friday came out saying that he had called um, our friend D. Maurice Smith. Uh, was D. Maurice Smith the head of the uh, players union? Yes, yeah. he's yeah. been the, yeah. yeah. He, he Negro shamed him for having Michelin tire sized lips. Um, and, <laughs> you know, that... <laughs> That did was, he shame him or did he just just putting it out there just so people didn't know? Maybe people ain't seen him before. Just in case you didn't know, he looked like if a, a black Willem Dafoe had an allergic reaction to some shellfish. It's like, that's what he said about his Come lips. Come on. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you didn't forgot you was allergic to that shellfish. Your lips got even bigger than they already was. That happened on Friday. The, war, uh, the, the Raiders had a very lackluster game on Sunday. And then on Monday, uh, even more came out um, and stating that he had used anti-gay... Uh, slurs, misogynistic terms. Um, but we to, know that's not cool. And we know that's not cool to describe. What, what specifically, what, Roger what specifically Goodell. did he say? He called Roger Goodell the F word and also said Roger Goodell shouldn't have pressured Jeff Fisher into having to draft some queers, um, when, uh, <laughs> alluding to Michael Sam being drafted to the Rams some years ago. Also called him a <laughs> pussy idiot. The he sent naked pictures of Washington cheerleaders through a company email. Uh, yeah, from the bottom down, nude p- photos of Washington cheerleaders, which was part of the toxic culture. Um, yeah. And uh, lest we forget, his brother Jay Gruden was caught out at a bar getting belligerent after a loss a couple years ago, which precipitated him losing his job with the team. So it didn't surprise me that he would say some crude things if you like, look at his brother's behavior as a literal head coach during the time in Washington. But anyways, Ernest, you are a Raider fan. Uh, yeah. You were wearing a hat, I- right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, I, I root for him. You know, brought Jimmy has too. That don't mean he's a Durex fan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, I haven't I haven't worn a condom since '97. Let's not. You know, hey, I, 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 I ain't worn one since '95, and I'll tell you this: I've been nothing but single since then. So <laughs> that Johnson, that Johnson and Johnson on top of that Moderna I got is healing me. <laughs> you living on the edge, brother. <laughs> I'm like Easy and Magic Johnson combined. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, I'm surprised that uh, white people haven't uh, evolved in their uh, jokes. I didn't know we were still doing the big lip thing. Uh, I never heard Michelin tires though. So that's kind of like, okay, okay, John Gruden. I mean, are we really that outraged? I mean, I'm not about to get up here like Randy Moss and start crying. That Negro is wild for that. Yeah. uh... Weakness is that Negro. You start crying over an email John Gruden wrote in 2011. The uh, Negro is crying on TV. Randy Moss went on ESPN and was sitting on with a, tears. a panel of four other white people crying about John Gruden's emails, which was <laughs> like, let's can we get a black guy who's sensitive on here? Let's get him. Not Keyshawn Johnson. He hates him. Not Keyshawn. Uh, well, I guess my question is, is, is this the end of John Gruden? And should we cut him some slack is the question, because as we know, some of these emails came out 10 years ago and email wasn't quite the same or it wasn't quite taken as seriously then as it maybe is now. How, how did they get leaked? Like, how, how did they it's come part to of life? an investigation? I think the, NF, the NFL sent it to the Raiders. So it's part of the NFL investigation into the uh, Washington, Washington football, football team's team. toxic culture, right? Everything that's come out with the cheerleaders. Then some of them said they've been like asked to be naked and take naked pictures by people that work for Washington. It's been all bad. So they, they somehow through some federal investigation, they got hold of 600,000 emails. 650,000 emails. 650,000 emails. 
and and they start and they were the ones that I guess they gave it to the Raiders. So we I thought it was leaked, but I think the NFL put it out and the Washington Post got a hold of it. The NFL put it out because they wanted the Raiders. They knew this was all bad, so they allowed the first one that they thought was going to be bad enough for the Raiders to fire him. And when they didn't do nothing, then the NFL and he coached Sunday night. That's I think it, that's when the NFL put out all came, the rest of the It came Cooper. out. It came out like three days before Demar Smith was about to be voted out of his job yes yes and then they just went ahead and released more john gruden ones and then they released some adam Schefter ones it's just been all bad there adam Schefter's all bad right now because at first i was like that last week i remember last week i was like i'm trying to figure out how i got leaked Uh, if that was his private email then why did it get leaked and then i didn't know it was part of investigation straight up company email company email account anyway that's yeah sending sending new photos of cheerleaders to Compton email you know email email has become your formal paper trace now in the, you know, you know, business world and your professional world, that professional email is, is holds as much weight as, you know what I'm saying? Your phone number, you know, it can, it can co-sign and, and basically, you know, make decisions for you, make decisions uh, for yourself through that email, you represent yourself through that email. Um, so it's, it's really important and it's your paper trail to keep track of everything that happens in your work agreement. So, I never took email that seriously, but over the last couple of years and last like five years, I've been like, you know, like it's been emphasized more and more how important it is. So I, I'm wondering, like, you know, was John Rudin just a just caught up in the circumstance and he forgot it wasn't his Yahoo account or his or his Hotmail account? He was no, emailing. No, from- no. He, he just he, he, he just used to talking like that. <laughs> yeah, that that and he was sending it from his personal email. He was sending the personal email to the company server to um, Alan's company server. That's how they got caught. Yeah. So he was using he wasn't, sending, he wasn't sending it from ESPN company account. No, yeah, he wasn't sending it from ESPN. He was sending it through yeah, his, his was personal. The Washington guys wasn't. Bruce Allen, a business one. Server. Yeah. yeah, it just tells you how he he was the most overrated coach in history. Exactly. He got he got a lifetime contract that he didn't earn with the Raiders. He didn't earn, he didn't earn any of that. Well, I, I kind of disagree. He did earn it. He was white. When you white, you earn stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, there you go. If that's how you're going to say it. <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, he earned it. He earned that. Uh, where, where does this where does this put the Raiders, though, Um, I guess? And, and, they whooping and, ass. They whooping ass right now. They whooping ass today. Rich Passaccia, obviously, is a better head coach than John Gruden. It's a conspiracy. They want a different coach. They did all this conspiracy shit to bring out these emails from 10, 10 years ago. It's a conspiracy to get them out of there. Come on, it's obvious. They want another coach. Well, we the NFL life- probably wanted him out of there. The Raiders First. didn't want him out of there because uh, 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 Mark Davis kind of hot about it. He pissed Yeah, he right tried now. to hold on as long as he, he could. Don't, he don't even want to talk. Uh, Sounds like the NFL does a better be- job of investigating emails and shit. The NFL do a better job than the Oakland PD of doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing Oakland PD does do is they have that one brother who's the police chief get up there and talk about another person being shot and killed every time that happens. That's that's the one thing. Every time somebody gets shot, which is a lot. But if you call because somebody breaking into your house or your apartment or your car, they'd be like, "Uh, please fill out this form online. Come, We'll, We'll send somebody out in the next 24 to 48 hours. Or we got a homeless person in a tent setting your building on fire. Exactly. <laughs> and then, I mean, we can't prove that she set that fire. All her shit happened to be on fire and still All burning, her shit's but we on can't fire. prove it. Hey, next time, just call the NFL executive offices and be like, 
to say John John Gruden set my building on fire and try to steal my catalytic converter. That's, that's what I would tell her. Hey, man, hey, this lady had emails, toxic culture, man. <laughs> she was emailing Bruce Allen from 2012. I need you to come check out, check her out right now. I tell you this though, Jared, me and John Gruden had a lot in common. Cause when I caught that dude under my car and the other dude looking out yelling, I man, I went full John Gruden. I called them all kind of names. There was no PC <laughs> at that point. You would have yeah. thought I was John Gruden out there. What, what the fuck you doing under my? What the fuck is that your motherfucking cousin? I mean, you should have heard me go. I went oh, off, man. Yeah. I went off. I you called them every name in the world. I made shit up. I called them Michelin. I said they had rubber lips. Everything, man. I went off on. So why no about they up under my car? I went off so much. I mean, it was ridiculous to the point where he was like. Put like this to the point where criminals were apologizing to me as they were leaving. They, I mean, I called them everything in the book. Me and John Gruden had a lot in common that day because I went off. I heard you <laughs> called them a couple, a couple of queers and some homosexuals. <laughs> I called them Barack Obama at one point. <laughs> <laughs> you fake ass Barack Obama looking mother, get from up under my car. Exactly, I went Killing off. Killing my man. freedom. You should have seen me. I, it would it was shades of John Gruden. I would have got canceled from a lot of groups. Oh, Ain't shit. no PC moment when somebody's stealing your shit. Exactly. Maybe and maybe that's what John Gruden's at. Maybe somebody was he was emailing because he felt like his livelihood was getting stolen. Yeah, it's it's just true to life. Everything that real hate come out when people mess with your true to life love. A uh, football. Football. Yeah. You don't mess with football. Up, he grew up. Yeah, he grew up in football. He grew up so in every, football. So he felt like nope. he felt like the concussion protocol. He probably went off on Africans too because of Will Smith in that movie. <laughs> exactly. I, and I don't know if it was so much of the concussion part. It was probably just as active. <laughs> John Gruden, man, shout out sponsorship. Come on our show. We'd love to be your first interview post uh, resignation, so you can explain. You know, what I'm saying what yeah. was it about about football that you didn't want to see changed by these uppity Negroes and these. I, I want to know how long that tire lips joke been in, in the, in the, you know what I'm saying? In the trunk. You know, they had that in, out, the, out in the trunk in the early 80s. He probably heard his dad uh, that, say that's it. Been, that's, that's been around since tires was invented. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> he heard his dad say it. He heard his, you know, all the other coaches. Like, shoot, I can't get these big nigg nigger lips. These big <laughs> niggas to uh, run this play right. They damn they lips in the way. I want to see the NFL look through all the emails of players and coaches related to that dude, Michael Sam. Oh, Damn. oh, enough people read them. Be over. Oh, boy, <laughs> it'd be over. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> well, let's get on to our second taste testing of the day. Jesus is doing our second taste testing. Jesus, what are you tasting it on? What food product are you tasting it on? This is a little toast. A little Cuban, it looks like a miniature toast that Cubans use a lot with their coffee. Mm -hmm. It's very yeah. black, doesn't have much flavor, but it's meant to drink with a, uh, with a very strong coffee, very strong, sweet coffee. So this is like a little balancing thing. Is that what you drink with cafecito? Yeah, yeah, with your cafecito. Right. This is what you have, your café con leche. Very absorbent, right? So it doesn't, one, two, three, four, five, six. Just do seven. All, All right. right. Hey, Zeus has a small piece of bread that looks like a biscotti almost or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Biscotti with no sweetness. Right? And uh, yeah, a, a plain biscotti. And he's about to try seven drops of the pumpkin spice, the stevia pumpkin sweet sweetener. Uh, tell us what you think. Let's watch it. Eat it down. 
Mm. It's good. It's good. It's good. It has <laughs> a funny aftertaste, but it's good. Would you would you make your own custom pumpkin spice uh little uh cafecito bread uh bread wedges? I think so. It's good. It has a funny aftertaste. Good. It is horrible aftertaste. <laughs> it has a good initial. You taste the pumpkin spice really good, but then when the pumpkin spice wears out, I don't know, it tastes like I'm eating a vaccine or something. It's weird. <laughs> but it's, good. It's, it's diabetic friendly, isn't it? Yeah, Stevia is supposed to be. You don't have to worry about that, Jesus. You're Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm being con- compassionate and caring for other people who are diabetic that can. Oh, you have to do I, I'm, pray I, for I'm impressed. I'm impressed by this product. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. It's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's okay. non-GMO. Shout out to Sweet Leaf Sweet Drops from Pumpkin Spice Flavored Stevia Sweetener. Sponsorship. If you're paying a sponsorship, you're not. <laughs> go Pedro, what do you chicken wing, you said? Yeah, uh, that's right on chicken wings. All right, what kind of chicken wings? So, Pedro, you're, you're doing your taste test on a chicken wing. Uh, what kind okay. of wing are you putting it on? Okay, this is, I can't give up the, yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and give it the flavor. This is a mango, it's got a mango spice to it. This mm-hmm. is a mango spice chicken wing, okay? okay? I'm not giving up my source, though, where I um, get these chicken wings, because I don't want nobody else but me to be the undisputed chicken wing king. I understand oh. that, all right? Okay, so I'm going to try, I'm just going to try drops. one drop. How many drops? I'm going to just, just do drops? one drop. Hold on, you gotta you gotta pull out one of the bones out and put the drops in so it can stay in there. Cause that those drops are just gonna rub off the damn chicken wing. Okay. You need to pull a chicken bone out, <laughs> one of the chicken bones, and put the drops in so you can catch every single yeah. drop in there. You don't know how to do it. No, you gotta twist it and pull it so the meat is like it's like a hollow thing, Pedro. I, yeah. I got it. I got it, man. Yeah, Ed, don't, ready, don't, so. don't mention no Ed Hill on here. He ain't no chicken wing king. Try to take that from me. You only had I, knew it. I, I, I was just explaining him the technique so he can do it. Shout out, shout out Ed Hill sponsorship. Edward Hill. I don't want to disrespect the man, but he ain't no wing king. <laughs> Talking about he the wing king. He only ate wings in Oakland. Okay, let's do this. I'm putting a drop on now. Ed, allegedly. One. I'm just going to do... Three because this this aftertaste I don't know man three man I, I can't my sister uses stevie on all her food she's a diabetic I can't stand it I would rather not have sugar oh yeah that's, that's gonna be rough let's try that oh god Pedro oh, is oh. is devastating that wing look at him oh lord but I now look the pumpkin spice oh my god it's like okay I'm I'm excited by the, the beginning of the taste. That's what I'm saying. That's a good beginning. I'm excited. It sounds like the first time you meet a white woman and she's nice to you. She (laughs) takes you to a hotel. She listens to all your problems as a black man. Doesn't judge me by And then the aftertaste is like when I meet her family, she's disappointed. Their family's disappointed (laughs) that are you with this black man? What is, is he with his family? Does he have kids? Does he have an STD? And then she turns on <laughs> Turns on you. He That's turns exactly on you. Aftertaste is. It's just, oh, goodness. Hey, you know what I'm thinking? This guy has a mango, whatever, chicken wing. How about a pumpkin spice chicken wing? That Absolutely. might be good. 
That's what Pedro just said. Spice glaze, yes. It tastes like beautiful white hope with the cruel intentions <laughs> but of it just white fear. Like it, it just sounds like the stevia factor is really throwing things off. <laughs> That's what happened with the matcha. It was fine at first. and then. <laughs> well, here's mine. Here's mine. Mine's melting. So I, I got a boba brown sugar bar. It's product of Japan, a boba about brown a boba, sugar. like the bubble drinks? Oh, it got yeah. boba in it? Got boba brown sugar ice cream bar. Uh, with I put a I put at least a dozen drops of the stevia on it, and it's been soaking <laughs> and melting into it. Oh, the so pumpkin gonna, spice. The pumpkin spice. I'm gonna taste it real quick. Uh, shout out to boba brown sugar bars, uh, milk ice bars. From Japan sponsorship. I, I like I like how we're bringing up all these like ethnic rich foods with the pumpkin spice. Yeah, we're just Ooh. wasting these great foods with this shit. <laughs> well, that's why I brought out a cracker. This tastes like a white woman concentrated into a candle at Ross. Ooh. I think we can make candles out of this. I'm gonna make some candles out of this dropper. Mm. You know. Yeah, I'll probably be the best thing for these drops, to be honest with you. The first bite taste the first bite bite tasted like a, ca a candle. And then it melded into a pumpkin spice with brown sugar souffle flavor. And it's quite delightful. Damn, Jerry, what are you doing eating candles, dog? What kind of freaky shit are you getting into that you're eating candles? Mm -hmm. You're eating some pumpkin spice candles? What kind of kinky shit are you getting into, dog? <laughs> You're licking pumpkin spice candles off a girl's back? What are you doing, man? Next level, bro. That's what Next it tastes. Jesus, that's what it tastes. That body oil. Uh, <laughs> okay. Mm. All right. Age three, what do you got? I'm about to set this taste test off like Vivica. I was going to wait for the third one, but I don't know if we're going to get around to it because it's running late. I made Ooh. a bowl of grits. Now, this Dang. is actually the second one because I didn't, didn't want to waste all my grits on this pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. So this is what you call, this is the mixing of races when you can go grits and pumpkin spice together. So I don't know how many drops. I think I'm gonna start off with, how many drops I think did you do on a toast? I did I did seven drops on a little cracker that was like, what, uh, inch by inch. I think you should do at least, if you're doing a bite, one bite, maybe three to four drops on I a bite. I did 12 drops total. I'm mixing in the grits. Oh, Damn. Oh, it has a pumpkin spice smell. It has a pumpkin spice grits. I'm telling you, I think we could make candles off of these. Yeah, the smell, the smell is very pumpkin spices. Ooh. Oh, I should have went last. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, you can you can you can unify the, the, the south with that Karen energy. You can't unify shit with this pumpkin spice shit. This Turn, turns on. Turns on. <laughs> I'm upset, man. I am upset right now. <laughs> I never wasted grits. You know what? You could cold grits, you could throw grits away. I never wasted grits until I put this shit on it. And, and and Aaron's diabetic, man. He's not even going for that shit. Somewhere, both my grandfathers and grandmas are turning over in their graves because I put pumpkin spice in grits. <laughs> and if they and if they didn't turn over, I'm a I'm a I'm a dig them up myself and turn them the fuck over. Yo, he just angered the ancestors. I'm, I, my ancestors are upset, and I'm gonna turn their bodies over to turn their backs on me for mixing pumpkin spice with grits. <laughs> I might have lost my son. I got to do something to gain my southern pass back. They might not allow me in Alabama for doing this. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. oh, this is disgusting. They definitely don't allow any mixing in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Hey, they don't allow mixing. They allow you to mix with the woman before they want to mix pumpkin spice with anything. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on the uh, the food consumption with the pumpkin spice, Aaron. I got thumbs down. 
Okay, all right. You ruined some grits. Pedro, yo, yo, mango wings. Thumbs down. <laughs> Two thumbs down. Oh, God. Jesus, uh, your cinnamon pumpkin spice toast crunch. The black tea was kind of pushing it. And the whiskey with the drops, I think, is the best bet. But this, the food cracker thing, the the, the aftertaste, ugh. Yeah, same No, here. thumbs down. Y'all got to try it with some whiskey or some hard, straight hard liquor and put some drops in it. I, I think it's that's the best bet. Well, with my uh, Japanese uh, boba brown sugar bar, it tasted like uh, a wonderful white woman's titty residue. So I'd have to say two thumbs up. I, I'm not. I'm not posting anything you put titty residue on, Jerry. I'm not doing it. Damn. Not doing it. Not doing it. I've been too old in this one. I think one of these girls on Instagram actually liked me. You know, so I I'm not doing it. You don't want to scare off with titty residue. You're trying to mess up Pedro game, Jerry. Mess up all our game, man. I'm not posting it, man. <laughs> these girls like me. Wow. Girls like me, mama. He's, he's gonna come out with the porn segment of Residue Evil Part Three and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be some of that zombie titty milk. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment of the show on where everyone gets the chance to rant, complain, uh, talk about something that's pissing them off, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. It's time. It's, it's time. <laughs> Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I could, I do, I do. My, you know, as we say, as we've heard through this show, I've had problems with uh, catching people trying to steal parts off my car before I go to work. Um, homeless people setting stuff on fire, burning gas meters, keeping me without gas, having to walk to go get something to eat after work one day. Um, and so through all this, it just brings back to this one point that I keep coming. Hold on, Aaron. Hold on, Aaron. Hold on, Aaron. Aaron, hold on. You started breaking up. I don't know. I'm breaking up like I'm full of bars. You froze. I can hear you. Can you hear me? You're freezing I up. I can hear you. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit there. You're breaking up. Um, all right, go ahead. Say that again. You know, with everything I've dealt with this week from the stress of that and, and work, you know, having people uh, being short staffed and having to work extra jobs in the school, including my own work, it's easy for me to realize that my Cutty Corner shout out this week goes out to all the people who, whoever the genius who had the idea to come up with the term defund the police. I don't need the police defunded. We needed them restructured. We needed them retrained. We needed a lot of other things. I don't lay lack of police on the street because there's too much crime happening to be lack of police on the street. And it's easy for someone who the person who was uh, running Black Lives Matter and Aaron, man, you got to fix your motherfucking internet, bro. Hold right? on, bro. To be like, oh, man, we got to defund these Hold police. On. Aaron, you Aaron. Keep, you keep I, I ain't got nothing else on. It's something, yeah, something like you just did the robot. You know what happened? Oh, yep, this is what happened. It didn't go to my internet. It 
to an Xfinity one. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Let's go. You ready now? Yeah, now we can hear you perfectly. Now just start. Okay. start you know what happened? God damn it, I got to start this shit over again. You know what? Mosh no, Cutty Corn shout out go out to Xfinity. <laughs> and you know why? Because you keep doing this shit where you jump a motherfucker off his own internet that's in his house to some other Xfinity Wi-Fi. Next thing you know, I got this doing it again. Aaron, man, your shit is bad now. I hear you perfectly. So Xfinity. X, my my cutty corner shout goes to Xfinity. Get your shit together. It also goes out to Zoom. Stop taking so much goddamn bandwidth to get through this shit. We got to use it. I got to turn off my camera to try to save some bandwidth. God damn it, I'm hungry. I want to start cooking dinner. Jared got the goddamn fantasy draft lined up late as hell at 830. I'm already tired. I'm worried about getting a goddamn itis before this draft start. I ain't complaining, though. I'm complaining about Xfinity and getting all this. I'm tired. My car almost got broken into. Uh, motherfuckers cut part of the exhaust. I had to go get that fixed. I had to get an anti-theft device for my catalytic converter. Why? Because some dumbass motherfuckers want to rob me. Setting them going out, robbing some corporation. You know the problem was? You know the problem is, Jared? The problem is this. Niggas ain't never read Robin Hood. These niggas in Oakland never read Robin Hood. They don't understand. You rob from the rich and give to the poor. I just rob from the rich and keep the shit. Nah, they want to rob from the poor and fuck over more people. Now I'm stressing out. I'm struggling. I'm having to pay all this money to get my shit worked on because they dumbasses don't want to go out and get a job. Guess what? Everywhere I see it says hiring. These motherfuckers want to go out, cut off catalytic converters. And you know what? So I don't want to defund the police because of this. It don't mean I want them shooting black people, but I don't want to defund them. Crime is getting too high right now. There's a lot of goddamn crime right now. I want the police to be retrained and actually do some shit, whether it's foot beats, whether it's this, do some shit. I'm tired of this shit. Oakland PD, who's great at throwing up tape. They great at throwing up tape after their motherfuckers dead or some shit like that. I ain't never seen. I, I tell you this. There's not a police department in the world that's as good as putting up yellow tape as Oakland PD. They ain't stopping shit for it happen. They ain't got no preventative measures. They need to talk to people at Kaiser. Kaiser's all about preventative medicine. Everything you say says it's, it's all about thriving. They need to talk to that because they don't know shit about preventative. Yeah, and that nigga owe me five dollars. Pietro, do you have a cutty corner shout out? I do. So as we look at this, as we see people, beautiful women all through the street, and as I go to grocery stores, and we all perverts, right? We all look at the backside of a woman. We all snap our neck when we see a nice, thick woman go by us. Now, I'm going to stop doing this. This is God telling me, this is Jesus who we just had on the podcast telling me, stop being a pervert. Stop looking at women. I turns around today. I seen two fake butts in the grocery store. Why getting my uh, chicken wings from my chicken wing spot? I'm not going to tell you the grocery store because I don't want y'all to know my chicken wing spot. But today I ran into two women. I was like, oh, good. Look at them. Look at them fake eyelashes. She is pretty. Ooh, I can tell she's dragging a wagon, right? So I took a look. You know me. I took a look. Turn around. See see that big round thing? And the problem was it was a big round thing. Didn't have no curves, didn't have no cellulite, nothing. Just straight and round, but so plastic and fake. So I'm thinking, okay, okay. I always in people, my podcast, I, I, I tell my girlfriend and my wife, I'll be in the streets looking at butts, so don't be surprised. 
I looked and it's like, okay, we there's there's a big there's one of the fake butts. Okay, here here we go again. You know, and I'm like, I'm just turned off. I'm like, oh God. Now I see another cute, fine black woman, a beautiful black woman in pumpkin spice season, uh, where she was white, so it could be appropriate for the show, but it wasn't. This beautiful black woman. She comes by me, you know, and I'm like, oh wow, she cute. And I was like, oh my God, it's fake. It's fake. I was like, goodness. Okay, so I'll go over. I'm like, as I'm leaving the store, I'm like, wow, this this mom, mom Hispanic sister is looking cute. Where she was white because it's pumpkin spice season, but she wasn't. She was Hispanic. I live, you know, I'm in I'm in a mixed neighborhood down here. So I'm like, wow, she got the thing behind her. I was like, wait a minute. It's a fake butt. Women, you're. I'm, I'm getting so tired. I don't know if these dudes are doing it to y'all. I don't know if it's the ladies. I don't know if it's Cardi B. I don't know if it's Nicki Minaj, where y'all just want to follow the follow the uh, fad or whatever's going on. I don't know what it is, but I'm here to tell you, as a man that loves women, I love every flaw in you. Okay, whatever it is, I love every flaw. Uh, Jared might like them fake booties. I, I don't know. Aaron might like them. I don't know. But to me, I'm getting sick and tired of this silicone. Now you brought Hollywood to Arizona. I don't need that. I moved to Arizona, I moved to Las Vegas, moved to Texas so I can get that real African feel. Especially Arizona with these real Africans coming out here getting that equator sun. And now they got a fake butt. What is a man to do? What am I supposed to look at this real? I just want something real in my life. Everything is internet fake based. Hey, is it fake if it's using their own fat though, Bagel? It's a Brazilian butt lift, dude. I don't know if these were Brazilian. I think these were synthetic. My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to people posting themselves doing ignorant shit on Instagram. No, no, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to too short. Too short for apologizing this week for his previous comments about his love for mixed women's. I love white, white women. He loves mixed women. He was on Instagram live with somebody just talking about, you know what I'm saying, mixed women. He was women a and, girl, and, Saweetie. Yeah, Saweetie. And people started shaming him, getting mad at him, talking about like, oh, you never found love with a woman that wasn't mixed or why is you always got to point out mixed stuff, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are you apologizing, bro? Yeah, he didn't. You were on your live having a conversation with somebody that you wanted to share to the public and if other motherfuckers want to listen into your conversation, then like, unless you're saying something disparaging to another person, a, a group, like you don't need to apologize. You like mixed women, you like mixed women. I like white women and pumpkin spice. So like, it is what it is. I'm not going to apologize for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't offend nobody. We, we get to the point where people feel like they got to apologize if they don't properly represent. Like, it's the it's the whole participation trophy mentality of our society, which is based in white supremacy, by the way, and white fragility. So I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. All right? And the fact that you feel like you need to, like, there's some participation where we got to recognize all people now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you having a conversation that was about something specific, and you didn't bring up, uh, you know, whoever, and, and show them love. And now you apologizing because you don't want them to be mad at you. Like, no, nah, brother, you you call women bitch all the time in your goddamn songs. You ain't apologize. <laughs> I thought it, I thought he's apologizing for like past homophobic lyrics and being like bitch and just like you know the pimping and the whole thing. No, he's apologizing for talking about how much he loved color women, mixed color women. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I'm like Negro. Come on, bro. 
people get so offended when they ain't talking about them and they're like, oh, you don't like the black woman? You want to, like, man, he like who he like. What's wrong with that? We all got our taste and like who we like. Yeah. It's one thing. It's one thing if it feels like it's a societal thing, right? I know my own personal issue with uh, having some ex-girlfriends who were, one was Vietnamese and her, and her parents pushed her to trying to date white guys. It was like this push to date white guys and constantly told her, why is she with me? You could date. She would constantly come tell me. And they wanted her to date white guys. It's that whole push societal and cultural aspect of that of colonialism and all that. Well, this is that. All I'm gonna say is it's your conversation you were having with Sweetie. She was asking about your preferences. You get to express yourself, be who you are. Now if you're saying Oh, color women are way better than any other women or this woman. These women ain't yes. shit. If you're saying that, then like, don't be talking down on somebody. You're not punching down on nobody. You're talking about what you like. You're like, man, I asked you what kind of cereal you like. And then all of a sudden I get mad because you didn't name Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Cocoa Krispies. Like, what the fuck? No. Anyways, uh, too short, man. You done called women bitches. You done talked about, you know, pimping and hoeing. And you gonna apologize because you said you like color women? Like, cause you weren't using a derogatory term to talk about women, finally? I'm like, bruh, this is backwards, bruh. Yeah. Like, they had no problem with him. They had no problem with him being derogatory for women, but he can't go out and say, you know, having all these women in the video. mixed women. But he can't come out and say he loves mixed women. That's a problem. Are we, what are we apologizing for and why do we deem it necessary to even have apology? And is the apology even worth anything if it's not necessary or if it's unwarranted or if it's uh, something that is being forced upon you or, or, or pushed upon you? And, and yeah, you know, I don't know. I, don't know. I love mixed women. I love light-skinned women. Aaron got on me about it. Um, How the hell I got on you about it? You got on me about it. You got on me because you said I don't like my, my wife ain't dark enough. My girlfriend wasn't dark enough. My ex-wife wasn't dark enough. I love light-skinned women. I like mixed women. They're everything I dreamed of when I want to create a woman. You're right, Jared. Too short to apologize for things you like at 50 years old. What is he? You're almost 60. He's you apologizing now? Yeah. Man, come on, bro. No, all the, like you said, all them bitch words and all the degrading women, all them beautiful, light-skinned women you had on your album cover. Come on, man. Well, uh, well, that is our show, my friends. That is our show. Any final words y'all have for our fans out there? Uh, stay safe. Get vaccinated. Use the right vaccination. Um, shout out to my uh, the homie Lito P. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey. trolling, Lito. Hey, yeah, Pat Pal out here be like, man, I love Kyrie Irving now. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't love him when he was doing that fake praying to Mecca. Yeah, he's doing a fake praying to when he's uh, uh, appropriating uh, uh, Islam, and then uh, you know he, he's doing a lot of things. He do a lot of things, but Kyrie, Kyrie is not the one to follow right now. I'm not saying that you can't listen to what he says and take it with. You know what I'm saying? That grain of salt and listen to it, what he's got to say and, and consider it. But Don't you let Kyrie sit at the head of your dinner table. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to keep balance of, of some of the other good things he's been doing. That's all. That's all. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for that championship. Thank you for that championship, Kyrie. That's, that's the best thing he ever did. Exactly. <laughs> best thing he ever did in his life. That's all I'm thanking you for is that three-point shot. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, Y'all take it easy. Keep it sleazy. Poe pimping. EA skeet. Uh, stay, uh, stay loving what you love. Stay doing what you're doing. And uh, stay safe. Uh, stay blessed and stay healthy. And we will leave you with this. Yeah.
horror movie. I always liked the Mike Myers movie. Freddy Krueger made you know horror movie. Okay, to really be scared, the early, early, early. Uh, what's his name? The guy that we did that game contest off of Stephen King. Mm-hmm. The early Stephen Kings were scary. Uh, Freddy was scary in the first movie. Then they just became a joke. All of those scary ones, the first movies were the best one. Halloween, the first Halloween was great. The the first two Jasons were great. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> that was an interesting movie. I know what you did last summer. It was better than the second one. Did the second one have Mackay Pfeiffer in it, though? I'm going to go with that movie because it had Mackay Pfeiffer. Which, which I know one, what you did last summer, too. Which one had Brandy looking hella fine in it? Part two. Part mm, two. So that's mm. my favorite I thought that movie. was three. There was no three, thank God. <laughs> I think you're thinking about the Damon Wayne brother version of that movie, right? Oh, maybe. maybe. The Haunted House? Oh, no, um, scary movie. Oh, yeah, scary movie. Yeah. I, know what you, yeah, I know what you did last summer was a spoof on all those movies that was in no, the mid-90s. No, what you did last summer, beautiful Jennifer Love Hewitt. She was beautiful in that movie. Beautiful. Yeah, she she was. I had a, I had a milky breasted thing. woman. Yeah, she she got she got a nice turd cutter on her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta use that. I'm still in that. Jared, Jared, do you ever use that? Do you ever use that tone of voice in bed? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> you do, you do. Okay, that's good. I'm I'm glad you do. I'm glad to know that you do. They hear me in the air go. Mm. And that's when they get up and leave. It's like it's it's like the Jared like lawnmower. 